And hello there, Peter Mansbridge here with a special edition of The Bridge Daily. It's a Sunday edition. We talked about not putting out a podcast on the weekend unless something came along that I thought was important to talk about. And listen, I decided that we should spend a few minutes talking about the situation in a country that's near and dear to the hearts of so many Canadians, and that, of course, is Italy. Italy, sadly, now leads the world in fatalities. Last time I looked, well over 5,000 fatalities from COVID-19. And the difficulties increasing there, it seems, almost on a daily basis. So I could spend 10 minutes giving you all the terrible numbers about Italy. Or I could spend a few minutes talking to somebody who's there, who's living through this story to give us some idea on a couple of aspects. Well, I found that person, a friend of mine in Toronto, managed to hook me up with this uh, young woman in Milan, in northern Italy. Uh, She's a journalist. Her name's uh, Maria Teresa Santaguida. She, uh, as I said, lives in Milan. She is a a uh, freelance journalist, but she does work for uh, AGI, which is kind of a partner to AP, Associated Press, and AFP, Agence France Press. She's just been in isolation for 14 days in her apartment. Most people are in isolation in Italy anyway, uh, but she was in isolation and just for the first day had an opportunity to get outside uh, on Saturday. But her thoughts uh, I I find quite fascinating. Uh, English is uh, Maria Teresa's second language, uh, so it may take you a moment to kind of condition yourself for that. But she is clearly uh, somebody who has journalistic skills because she knows how to tell a story. Uh, She does it with uh, confidence and a calmness and a very difficult story to talk about. So I'm going to just, you know, I had had a long chat with her on uh, Saturday evening, her time, uh, and I just isolated a couple of parts of that conversation because I think um, it'll give you a sense of the difficulties they're undergoing and yet the strength of the Italian people at the same time. So once again, this is Maria Teresa Santaguida. She's a freelance journalist uh, who was kind enough to spend a few minutes um, talking with me on Saturday night. And these are some of the elements of her story in our conversation about her country and the difficulties it's undergoing right now. And uh, one of the reasons this is important is because all the authorities tell us if we don't do what we're being asked to do, This is what could end up happening for us, too. So listen carefully. Here it is. How would you describe the the spirit of Italians today? Because when you see the numbers, they they are horrendous, what's happening in your country. How would you describe the spirit of the people of Italy? Well, it's very hard to say because, uh, in a way, um, you know, we are we are 
happy people in general. So um, for the first days, I was surprised of how people can react to this, this tragedy, and people started to sing uh, on their on their balconies. Um, they they sang uh, the the national anthem, but also some popular song of our tradition, which are very famous all over the world, actually, and and Azzurro, all these songs that are very very common. Uh, but now, after two weeks, I I may say that I start seeing um, some depression outside because you know you every every day you wait for the numbers and you you hope that we are reaching the, the highest level, but that that doesn't happen. <laughs> so every day is worse than the other the day before. So uh, I think that now people. Starting to be also tired of being home and can go out, can't uh, go outside. So I don't know. Uh, it's difficult to to, to make a, <laughs> to have a, an overview, a complete overview about that. You told me before about the um, the way your country between north and south. Uh, is split in many ways in terms of the severity of this, in terms of the economy, in terms of mm -hmm. where families are. And as a result, families in many cases have been divided. Can you, can you talk to me about, about that in terms of the separation that families have had to face because of this? Yes. Um, I think that uh, one of the effects of this coronavirus would be would be called uh, Berlin Wall effect in Italy, because we have a very uh, different different country. We have a, a north which is productive, and uh, so you have many industries and many companies, and you have a south you have a south uh, which is very poor. And where the economy is all, almost only based on tourism and agriculture, so you have no companies, no industry. And this, um, the, the last 30 years, we we got a huge uh, immigration from the south to the north. So you have all the all these big generation and productive generation um, of, of young people who left the South to go to North. Uh, and um, so in, in this situation where people can't, uh, of course, can't move from the cities uh, to go to the science in the South, we have an, a huge, huge amount of family who that that uh, came to be separate, and they will not they will not reach each other for for months. For example, my family, my my, my parents, they live in the south. They live in Calabria, and they have a sister who lives in Rome, and they live in Milan. And I'm far from home, from my, my parents' house, uh, 1,400 kilometers, and I'm not sure I will I will see them. Till the summer, maybe or the autumn. 
you know, Maria, Teresa, we, you know, I really appreciate being able to talk to you and getting a glimpse of, of what life is like there, because for many Canadians, they are concerned that the, uh, the odds are it's going to become that way here. We're still very much in the early stages of this, uh, but nevertheless, uh, there's social distancing. There's a lot of uh, self-isolation going on. There are not very many cars in the streets, but the numbers are, are, are very low at the moment, but with every expectation that they are going to start climbing and start climbing rapidly as they did in your country. So giving us some sense. But let me ask you just one last question, because I've got to say, I I, I tend to hear it in your voice that you you seem to be, you seem to have a, a, a confidence about the fact that this, you know, this will end. Um, and there will be a better day. But it's, it, it must be hard at times in your country right now to feel that way. Uh, you know, hope is the last thing that, uh, last thing that uh, dies. <laughs> we say it in, in Italian, I don't know if it's the English. Um, so we have to hope. That that is gonna it's gonna end every everything has an end uh, and hope is important to just to carry on day by day and of course otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't work so hard every day I wouldn't uh, open my eyes every every day and and think that okay another there is another day to live at least one <laughs> we don't know the other one the day the day after so. Um, and you know, you, you see China, they, they, they got over that. So it's going to be a long time. I'm sure. I'm sure that we're, we're not going to have the same freedom that we had before. Like never, <laughs> even though the, the contagion will, will go down. I think that it can happen not earlier than a couple of months, months. And um, but after that, of course, we're, we're going to be very. Um, we're going to change our social uh, attitude uh, in every way. But I'm sure that this is going to ha- end. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't find any meaning in everything I do. So, and I, I couldn't live even in, in this. this terrible isolation that I actually hate because I'm, I'm a very social person, but we have to, we have to wait and be patient. And we will wait and, and be patient with you. It's remarkable to listen to you and the telling of your story and your country's story. We really, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. No, it was a pleasure for me. See, I told you she is a pretty special person. Maria Teresa Santaguida in Milan, Italy, telling her story about living through the COVID-19 crisis in her country. We really appreciated her uh, spending a few minutes. Once again, she's a freelance journalist. She works for uh, uh, quite often for AGI, which is a partner to 
AP, Associated Press, and AFP, Agence France Press. And it was good of her to talk to us for a few minutes. So this was a special edition of The Bridge, daily. We'll be back Monday evening uh, with the regular edition. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. I'm Peter Mansbridge. We'll talk to you again very soon.